0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you're at on the big ball of dirt. This morning's Dharma Talk is titled Awareness of Failure. pretty much talk about the same thing every time I talk, take a different angle on it. What I'm encouraging everyone to do is to see what this is, see what it is to be a living being or show up as a living being in a particular environment that is Quite chaotic, pretty much a big mess. Rather than try to cover up failure, get away from failure, prevent failure, work with a relative situation constantly where we're avoiding something about our life, our reality, our neighborhood, our breakfast table, our workplace, our sangha, our spiritual community. Uh, It might be good to... uh, Step back a little bit and watch what is showing up rather rather than jump to a conclusion about it with some kind of protection. That's a low level of paranoia is operating constantly. <laughs> Making sure that you have control all the time of everything. So the, the downside of it, of course, is uh, failure or suffering or disappointment or heartbreak or deep emotions, up to just little disturbances, little little disappointments. Just just every few minutes something doesn't quite fit, doesn't quite work. But what is important here? Everything's important. But the awareness of this is so the awareness, awareness, I always say over and over again, it's not so much what arises in the awareness, what does anything in the awareness, but the awareness yeah. itself are actually endeavoring as you practice this path. If you're listening to me, if you're listening to someone else, uh, you'll look at it differently. You'll you'll follow their lead or their advice or their recommendation, their understanding of form, uh, an emptiness. <clears throat> what I'm what I'm saying here here what I am saying here is be. I don't know how else to say this. It doesn't when I say that. I, Immediately think must be another way of expressing this so it doesn't isn't so easy to kind of veer off into some kind of nihilism. Be the suffering you're trying to get rid of so that you can fundamentally see what the Buddha saw. Life is suffering. Why would he say, why is the first thing that he would say if he had just discovered the nature of reality, wouldn't he talk promote happiness or? balance or equanimity or a fundamental nature of everything is completely without a problem? I wouldn't do that. Isn't that what Lanchempa did, or isn't that what so many other teachers have done, to be more and more positive about everything? But the great perfection uh, (laughs) um, is not relative perfection. Therefore, whatever shows up is perfect. If you don't understand that, if you don't have any glimmer of it, if you're still operating out of your right and wrong mind, then if you're operating out of right and wrong, the most wonderful saint and the most terrible demonic dictator, you'll be confused about that. You will actually begin to pick sides based on your preconceptions, your ideas, and which is run by what? Fear. So when you have a sense of failure or not quite meeting your presumptions, your preconceptions, your ideas, your plans, uh, awareness, awareness, just the awareness of that, that quality of consciousness that tends to congeal into a judgment and opinion, f- fear or suffering or difficulty or constraint, ouch, how do you deal with that? Awareness practice, this is, we're all very biased here, including the the main, I'm not going to be the biasee or the bias, something, but I am biased. I'm, I'm telling you how I'm biased. I'm saying, train your mind. Find out who you are. Don't get your, uh, your identity, your understanding, your awareness from me or from the Buddha or from anybody. You need to do it because otherwise it'll just be somebody's, other, somebody's idea about what you're doing. You may need my help, you may need the Buddha's help, you may need the help of the teaching, the help of the Sangha, but fundamentally you are alone. That is not negativity or nihilism, just the truth. Realization is not an experience. Experiential to some extent, but it's not something, an experience that shows up and suddenly you're uh, blissed out about everything. So the basic thing that is being pointed at here is the space, space in which things occur, the space in which it occurs, not what occurs. What occurs is going to be any number of things. Pain, pleasure, fear, shame, pride, happiness, sadness. All those things come and go and come and go. And we back away from some and we chase after others. As we identify with this body-mind situation and think that we are, that this is this is the limit. It's called materialism. We think we are this it's not that we aren't we, this is how we train where we are consciousness has come together in the form of a human being what we call a human being and you from the time you were this big to now you've slowly been the consciousness has been showing up as this relative dimension for everyone and if you have an interest in what's being talked about here, which you probably do or you wouldn't be here, what is next for you is uh, train your mind to see it yourself so you see what ha- is being pointed at in all the teachings of Dogen, all the teachings of Vasubandhu uh, of, uh, of or Sangha or Nagarjuna, back to the Buddha, forward through all the other uh, teachers in the, in the various lineages. Go on and on and on. We do that. We actually go on and on and on about them every day. How many are there? 91. But then even that leaves out everybody else that was uh, were contemporaries of those particular people, whose names we recite, in order to encourage us to look at this, this lineage of human beings. 2,500 years ago, somebody understood something. They didn't just turn themselves into a deity. They understood something and they began to talk to others about it with their permission. Life is suffering, the cause is desire, the, the, the goal is cessation, and the path is train your mind, or Sila, Samadhi, and Prajna. And there is no separate being anywhere. There's no separate being anywhere. sure looks like it. Awareness, 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 awareness of this, awareness of everything. Whatever shows up in the mind stream, whatever shows up in the life stream, including the current situation that everybody is so incredibly uh, affected by. We're all being affected by this uh, the, the one uh, uh, highly elevated insane person who somehow has gotten control of everything, who's making things very difficult for everyone. I'm not smiling because it's a cheerful situation. It's just because it is so easy, so simple for everyone to miss the point. I dare you to ask me what the point is. I double-dog dare you. Not you. Are you going to ask me that? Okay, go ahead then.
1: Was. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. uh, Christine was just about to ask. About...
0: Okay, Christine, go ahead.
1: Thanks, Kozan, for putting me on the hot seat. um So, but I, I am going to ask, what is the point? Because I'm, I don't, I don't know.
0: The point is awareness. The point is, uh, be aware. Of what is happening rather than project onto what is happening and then be aware of the projection as if that was actually what was happening. It's just, I mean, it, it sounds like that can't, can't be that simple. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Christina people,
1: bowing. Go ahead. So, so the materialism.
0: You're going to tell fearful. me what I just said?
1: No, I'm just asking. I'm trying to understand if I reflect understanding correctly. Okay. So, Go,
0: ahead. Go ahead, please. So
1: I'm being invited. Am, are we being invited to be aware that we're not simply material beings, that awareness is beyond the material? Bowing.
0: Somewhat. It's, not, But it's not beyond it in the relative sense. If it's beyond it in the relative sense, then you have relative fullness and emptiness. And sometimes that's taught that way but that is a misunderstanding profound and vast direct and simple it's it's the very simple movement from this to that that sets up reference points and that and 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 heaven and earth are set apart As i'm just repeating or paraphrasing the sutras you do anything with this or anything with that, you heaven and earth are set apart, and so and that is run by wanting to not suffer or wanting to not fail. And I'm what I'm saying is awareness of failure is awareness.
1: Thank you, Sok Son.
0: You're welcome, Kochi. okay. Go ahead, Shoka. I'll go back.
1: Shoka is there a difference between failure and thinking that we're failing?
0: You can't even fail. Even, even thinking that you're failing is a misunderstanding. Don't let it lay there. Come on. come out of what you're what's happening? ask or inquire. go ahead.
1: what's left if there's no failure?
0: what's left? what was there in the first place? what what actually was there? is there anything there? is there?
1: Anything it seems like if we're looking at success and failure uh, as relative polarities, that there's I can't see anything beyond that.
0: That's awareness. You have a question,
1: Shogabang. Okay. What does it mean to be genuine when there's no success or failure? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Paraphrase it. How do we not miss our life? Good one. Yeah, just whatever shows up. You have a very relative way that goes as ego language, which I'm using it so that you can feel it. Yes, it is that direct. You've got it coming. If anything comes in the door, you have it coming. Not you as a person, but you might have to deal with it as a, an ego orientation, so you can see the complete falsity of the, of the ego. And it's getting its identity from fighting with this and agreeing with that. So if you first uh, lose the war, let, when I say let, even that's extra. Because ego will get a little credential out of letting, out of I just let go. I fought the world for a long time, but then I just let go and now I'm happy. So whatever shows up, that's it. Awareness, awareness of, of, uh of failure, awareness of suffering. We're just all, it's basically teaching, this teaching is coming right out of the Four Noble Truths. Life is suffering. And when you realize, if you fundamentally realize what this is, you will not care how you feel. I'm not saying you won't notice it. I'm not saying you're blocking it. I'm just saying you're no longer living your life out of relative truth. You are living, living, you are, it's just the ultimate situation. If it's even, could be called situational. Sometimes it's called transcendence. Sometimes it's called a turning around at the basis. But nothing really happens. If something happens, we're right back to relativity. If you somehow get somewhere. I used to be unenlightened, but now I'm enlightened. Was there a further question uh, right there? Kelly Bowling. Kelly. What is running out of time. Uh, untrue. But we use it. We, need, we might need to use it. Death comes without warning. Get going. Train your mind. Your life, this particular lifetime, and this is a very biased way of saying it, is you've stumbled into the Dharma. Maybe not this teacher particularly, particularly, but the Buddha's Dharma, life is suffering, the causes, is desire, the goal and the path, and how to actually practice, how to train your mind whatever teaching may show up for you. There's lots of them. So there's that feeling of running out of time because uh, as long as you're, your life is going by where you're grasping at this and fighting with that and blaming yourself, or sometimes we blame others. One of the most difficult kinds of blame to just see through and see what it is, is, uh, is guilt. Feeling like this that, and that happened and then I wasn't there for him because of this and this and this. Which is an incredibly disguised form of narcissism and it feels so like, well I'm really being responsible because these intense negative feelings of uh, awareness of failure I just failed I failed to save my my dog, my friend, my mother, my mate my I failed an incredible narcissism. you follow that? How'd they do on that question? <laughs> <laughs> she let out a big sigh. So uh, I, let's see. Uh, uh, Toji?
1: Uh, Toji, bowing. Uh, y- you mentioned before, earlier about uh,
0: the crisis in Europe and, and not to, um, not to uh, react, I guess, with our. Uh, our ideas about it. Um, I'm wondering, what do we have besides our projections as to what's going on there? And what is it that we are relating to? Very good, Toji. So, awareness of projections is powerful. Don't do anything with them. Just to be aware of the projections, that actually may, there may be a lot of feeling of negativity there, uh, come up with that, that we're, we realize that what's happening, we're not sure what it is, too cloudy, or uh, and we realize we're projecting onto it, that's still awareness, mm-hmm. awareness of failure. So we're to be aware of that, that's the, the primary consideration there is that there's awareness of that, not that we need to do anything with it, not that we need to stop projecting, or uh, if it's time to stop projecting, that will just happen. There's no one who can stop. No one is in charge. It just looks like it. And sometimes it gets so difficult that we have the situation in uh, Russia, Ukraine. It's just a horrible, horrible situation. I'm not, I'm not denying that. And if you feel motivated to do something, send them money. Send, if you have some fighter jets, send them to Ukraine. I'm not against war. How are you going to lose anything? If you don't have a war, you can't lose it. If you don't understand... Maybe I won't be able to help you with that, but I'm, I'm talking out of what I'm looking at and we will probably look at every day from whatever, whenever this runs out. So watch the news. Don't overdose on it, but watch the news. Consider that what you're getting is third, fourth, fifth-hand information. We just watched an interview with someone that... Certainly felt pretty firsthand to me of somebody who was interviewing somebody on the spot in real time and what was happening with that person. Felt pretty real. Felt like it was down the street and what what those people are going through. But, you know, the, go ahead, please.
1: Yeah, Koji bowing. Is there a way of relating to this without creating
0: more suffering bowing? No. for you, yes. Just don't believe your thoughts, don't ignore your thoughts, and don't don't do anything with them. Uh, if they arise, then just receive them. Just think them. Rather than try to be a non thinker or you know, block things out. Just whatever shows up, it's been served to you, it's yours. Uh, and, and it's in a relative sense. In an ultimate sense, it isn't anyone's. That may take a while to be able to see that. I'm happy to respond to any uh if you have questions you you can't find a question that i won't respond to i'm not saying i'll be able to say anything other than i don't have a clue but at least you'll have some kind of reference to that the way i would uh respond to that particular situation including the war it's on everybody's minds you can't you can't help it it's it's devastating what's happening and it could we could this whole you're, the next in the next 30 seconds this whole situation could come to an end immediately just because of atomic weapons one mistake one mistake with uh from a country that has more atomic warheads than anybody i think we're second in line there so what an odd thing to know about we're going to kill ourselves <laughs> uh all this intelligence all this uh all this uh what humanity or all of this Awareness and all of this uh, love is going to be snuffed out. Perhaps. Go ahead.
1: When you're bowing, um, we received an email from uh, Stephanie titled Make Love Not War.
0: Which Stephanie?
1: Um, Kawaz. Hmm? You haven't met her yet. She's been listening to your talk for a while.
0: What does she have to say?
1: She says, how am I supposed to stay quiet when I'm surrounded by men, testosterone? That is all for this war that is currently going on when I am not or is so hard. I don't care if it's my inner ego, because what I do know is I don't agree with any of it. What do I do when I don't have anyone who feels the same as me in the house I live in and by the people I'm constantly surrounded by? I'm so sad and can't stop crying.
0: Well, I can't. They give me quite a good picture of it, but there's so many options there uh, all over the place. One of them is get the hell out of there. If you're not, if you're supported by demons. The other other, uh, one is, is turn to those demons and listen to them. I don't know if you can do that or not. I don't think you can do any of this without some kind of mind training where, and what is the mind training? It's taking this thinking, processing, judging, condemning, accepting, rejecting, constant materialism, and bringing it, uh, slowing it down as much as you can without violence, without over controlling it, and very carefully, very slowly, very precisely watching what moves in the mind stream without adding, subtracting, or dividing, so that you slowly make the transition. Relative word, but it, it gets pretty close to what what it's about. It's not actually what's what ha- what occurs because it's not really an occurrence. To actually be, be the awareness, Be the, and how do you do that? The only access you have to awareness is what arises in the awareness. And what often arises in the, in the awareness is crap. Just like if you watch CNN right now, you go and turn CNN on, this is painful to watch. People are documenting these people, killing these people or murdering these people. It's hard to watch, very hard to watch get your butt to the cushion, to the chair, to the wall, train your mind. You don't necessarily have to subscribe to anything else other than you might want to find out what what this processing is. Is This is where it comes in, through the eyes, through all the sense fields, these uh, gates to the consciousness. And if you do anything with it, if you add, subtract, or divide, uh, then it twists up in knots, and then the self-centeredness sinks down into grasping at the body as being real, grasping at the mind as being real, and then we believe our thoughts. So, I'd be happy to talk to you more about it, if if, if that seems uh, helpful, if not, then I don't know. But you almost have an either or there. It's either get out of there, or if you're going to be there, then communicate. Communicate, because what it looks like you're doing is reacting to what is happening, which is obviously suffering. This is the way men, especially old white men, cover up their suffering, is to get control or blame or make a bunch of rules for anybody who is, uh, who is not white or not male controls everything it's just it's obviously it's a terrible misunderstanding but it but we have to meet it where it's at it's been going on for centuries and centuries that's an understatement and we're slowly slowly if if uh uh pratita samapada which is a good friend of mine allows us to live uh, maybe we can pull out of the nosedive so to speak and continue to live continue to live as Human beings. If you wonder why the aliens don't come and talk to us, is because they're completely perplexed. Which I've said before, by why people, why human beings would kill their own kind. That's crazy. They're so smart, and yet they kill each other. So they're going to stay back for a few more millennia. See if we can't work things out.
2: Kevin Bowing. Right, Kevin. I was struck by the seeming dichotomy between your instruction to be willing to lose the war on the cushion, but not being against war in life. Could you talk about how we work? Yeah, I, I,
0: I would love to do that. And I really need your help. I don't do anything. I don't talk to nothing. So I ask me a question. It was... It was uh, as um, ask me as specific a question as you can about that and so that I can respond to it because I'm not for or
2: against anything in particular. Kevin Bowing. well, this might be too situational, but I just remember once you talking about seeing a young person outside the grocery store who was going to join the army and you told them not to do that, which yeah. seems directly related to going to war. Yeah. And yet- there's this situation where obviously war is going on. Is there some paradox there? Well, I'd say so. And that
0: situation, I was in uh, next to a library and a, a young woman, probably 18, but maybe younger, was really excited about going to join the military. And, and I said, you know, you might want to find, find something else to do uh, rather than do that. And, so I, I don't know. Yes, it is a paradox because we the whole causes and conditions have been, been built up and built up and built up. So we have whole structures of society that are just based on right and wrong. Just our prison system is an insane, childish way of it's like we when we have children, we're pretty nice to them. But we immediately uh, uh, as soon as they get so big, then we, we immediately change the whole rules. And then we just want to lock them up instead of help people. We want to. Punish them because of other, other, other. So I would say for and against. For and against is uh, it just creates more chaos. So receive everything situationally as it is. Sometimes war is the only thing because you're in a relative situation. You might need to relate to it relatively. And that might be standing in front of a Russian tank and saying, I'm not moving. So is that correct? Correct incorrect is... Kind of beyond the point when this is a person situationally is they're living in their town and suddenly suddenly russian tanks roll into uh into kiev or whatever it may be Then i don't think they're there yet but roll into your town in uh eastern uh uh ukraine and what you gonna what do you think you're up to here you're not gonna i'm gonna do this people are putting their lives on the line there to do that that's uh, amazing but it's a relative deal. It doesn't mean that the right or wrong is just extra. They're just relating to that relativity the only way they know how. And that's, uh, um, I don't know. I couldn't, would, if you saw 15 people all standing in front of a Russian tr- trank, tank, all Ukrainians standing there, if you went into the mainstream of any one of them, you'd have different kinds of, of understanding conceptually. It would just show up so many different ways and all would be relatively authentic and would be about that particular person's lifetime and how they were seeing the world and how the world was showing up to them on their kitchen table in their family with their uncle who passed away three days ago. It's so very, very relative. So the idea with awareness is that way sometimes the ignorance will show up and block things. Sometimes the the warfare will show up and we go to war with, with something just spontaneously. We fight back with something. It's not about uh, it's, that whole area needs to be, uh, when I say needs, I'm just saying as I see it. What is important is to find out who you are. Find out there's no solid self in the skandhas, there's no solid being here. If you do, this is liberation. And that liberation might just mean, as it's said in the Zen tradition, uh, chop wood, carry water, or get the dishes done. Might just be a very relative situation that would show up next.
2: further about that Ke- uh, kevin kevin Belling. i yeah i can i can see how war or what we're what we call war being engaged in some kind of conflict could be meeting a situation where it's sad i guess i'm just feeling personally a little bit like i like i said last week when i heard someone calling for the police but they were like a block or two away and i couldn't really be there or see what it was and didn't quite know what to do and even though i'm keeping abreast you know within reason i still feel a little bit like that so when people are like send them bullets and fighter planes and whatever i i feel myself kind of quailing at that it seems like so so definitive uh, a gesture, and similarly, you know, this is just getting my, into my own personal quandaries. But you know, it wasn't too long ago that we, as a country, invaded Iraq for for probably similar reasons to what what, what Putin is up to. And so it seems to me like a little disingenuous of for all of this sort of hand wringing when. We, we have been on the opposite side of the coin so I, I i'm trying to stay open but feel a little cynical i guess about all, all of this and not anyway that's all about me yeah. that was that wasn't a question i thought. that's okay i mean you're just you're
0: voicing what a lot of people are going to feel and if you watch uh, uh, some of the news uh, shows how, how we're all worried about the Ukrainians uh, uh, as long as they're white, you know, but then they try to get the, the people from Africa or other uh, 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 races or skin colors, however you want to say it, try to get on. they not treated the same. No, Just uh, same thing with uh, what's the other thing that came up on recently on the news, how we're all worried about, about, these are displaced people and there are millions of displaced people what is it 85 million or something like that people in the world are and that might be an undercounting of people who just don't have a home a country and we treat people terribly people are trying to come from south america because of all the drug stuff which happens because you make drugs illegal which is it's it's dependently arisen you can't find a person who's to blame but you can find people who look like they're to blame because they get on the side of the, of all that negativity. And so they look like they're, they're causing it. They're not, they're just as, they're victims of it. And we're all victims of our thought processes and we're all involved in this together, but it's not seen that way. So therefore we continue to fight. And so what I say, sometimes this is irritating to people. I say, train your mind. The one thing you can do I'm not saying you can't send money or jets or whatever. And I would say do do whatever you think is, and also go the other way and say, I'm not gonna provide anybody with anybody, any ammunition or whatever. You can do whatever you want there. What is important to do, and what I keep saying over and over again to anybody who will listen to me, find out who you are. So you don't walk around with a mistaken identity. You think you are the person that's here that can succeed or fail. This is really a misunderstanding. I don't care how wonderfully talented you are, what a great opera singer you are, or how much you're uh, handicapped and uh, are groveling around for uh, food scraps. Further questions are good if you have them.
2: Kevin, oh, sorry. Good. So, um
1: you teach us not to cover up with uh, medication or with meditation. Um, feels like that's what I do a lot. That's what kind of motivates me because of all the anxiety and stuff going on in yes. my mind.
0: What's um, your question?
1: My question is how how do, I, how do I begin to soften that area and begin to um, look at that and, and work with it's, it?
0: Yeah, you know, thank you. It takes time, it takes takes time. So just continue, just return. When I say don't look for results, you can't help but look for results. But there has to be some kind of understanding that you're on a spiritual path, not a mundane path of improving and getting better and getting more and more credentials for what you're doing more and more rewards. It's probably going to feel the other way around. As Trungpa Rinpoche once said, path to awakening is one disappointment after another. If you're actually on the true spiritual path, it is disappointing. And if it's not disappointing, you might want to look really closely at what you're up to. So you can do it. So good. you can do it. Keep going. Return to the wall. Return to the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha. Over and over and over again for the rest of your life. Looking for results, just notice you're looking for results. Don't try to stop it. I'm not trying to say, shut this down. The big control part is that it looks like this traditional kind of discipline is a... <laughs> uh, 7 a.m. every morning, I meditate. Write it on a card, put it somewhere where you're going to see it, and get there. So you sit down, put everything in neutral as far as you can, and watch the movement so that that part of the the mind stream, the consciousness that is uh, isolated behind the wall of concepts and ideas and judgments and opinions and wars. So that actually starts to get some to use a relative term, which it doesn't really need it, but it gets some kind of oxygen or some kind of understanding, there's something happening where you're starting to make the transition uh, out of being grasping at this world as being right or wrong, which it is, right and wrong, right and wrong, but grasping at parts of that and pointing the finger, pointing a finger at yourself. Don't go to war with anything, but if you do, then just watch the warfare. Don't get in there and try to stop the war based on right and wrong. you can do it just keep going you you now have a, a Raksu. you have you're connected to the buddhist tradition that goes back 2500 years you have a whole lineage behind you men and women go way way back just keep going 2500 years isn't very long sir shadow sure, bowing um with the path being to, uh, one disappointment after another um, can that disappointment become a reference point? Um, Give me an example, reference point. Sure, going. Um, being the one who's disappointed or just creating an identity that's negative? It might, it might for a while, but it won't. As long as there's returning to the wall, you might go through your own uh, uh, parabola of, of this and that, and this and that, and this and that. But it can't, it can't last as long as there's strong... Uh, a strong uh, intention to just receive just receive what comes and just receive and if you can don't add but if you do add then just just receive that you're adding and if you add to the adding triple negativity then just receive that receive most profound form of generosity you've heard me say over and over again is is uh, give everything your attention all of your sense fields perceive smell taste touch feel think hear see Perceive without, if you can, without laying anything on top of it. And when I say that, then you'll begin to notice more and more how you keep taking something that arises and modifying it, changing it, switching it around, making it more palatable. So it won't go in this way, so maybe it'll go in this way. You ever watched Rumi eat? (laughs) A lot to be learned there. He's looking at the shape of things and trying to figure out which way that could go into it. His mouth without cutting it in half. Isn't that true? Yeah. Sometimes he does do the carrots. Yeah, he eats carrots sideways because he's he just likes a challenge. And then have you ever seen him with a mouthful of rice? If you haven't, I've got a picture I'll send you. <laughs> Did I get to what you were looking for? Good. Nothing to do, nothing to accept, nothing to reject. Don't do anything with it. Don't take a position on anything, but don't ignore anything. That's difficult to look at everything, every dogfight, every pile of crap. Do nothing with it. This doesn't mean that you don't look at a pile of crap and say, Who's going to clean this up? That doesn't mean you don't relate to it relatively, but don't add anything to that. Necessarily add something on that somehow gives you some kind of credential to be even to be able to even say such a thing it's really hard awareness 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 it's the space you're actually you're actually uh, you're actually changing your allegiance over from the crap that comes and goes good stuff bad stuff neutral stuff over to the space in which it occurs so that your consciousness actually becomes space it doesn't become space it's always been space So, just that's why in the Zen tradition it's talked about, it talks about returning to your original face, returning to your original nature, which you've left to become a human being for a few years. You can return to that while you're still here and there's still blood flowing, heart beating, and fingers moving. You can return to that and you continue to live. It's possible. Good. Good, Kelly.
1: What's happening when? There's something like what's happening in Ukraine, and people have a lot of feelings or statements about it. But I'm noticing that I'm receiving that, trying to, but I know that I'm really frustrated about other things that are happening here or that are happening in the US that there's not that type of attention around. And they're both suffering, but I feel a kind of frustration that these other things are not talked about. What is that?
0: Mm -hmm. Well, you talk about, what is it? It's just uh, confusion, suffering, polarities that come and go, picking and choosing right and wrong. You do it. If you feel like there's not enough attention given to something that's happening in in your backyard or in your community, of course, and that's where your attention could go. Because that's what's happening in their community. They are forced to look at their community. They're forced to stand in front of a tank.
1: What's the frustration when you feel like you're seeing people who that's not their community and a lot of their feelings or emotions are going right to that when there's actually things right here that are happening?
0: So so. I I I'll return to what I just said. You do it. I mean, I'm not saying you're unaware or I'm not saying that the awareness of the, of the other people seem to have their be closing off what's, in there but then they see something up and suddenly they're all about that over there uh, on the other side of the earth when they're when they're ignoring the very situation that's on the other side of the earth right here is that what you're pointing at so i would say what i'm saying to you i'm not i'm not saying you should uh, uh, shut off your television or not look at you should include some of that and especially include it if it's coming from other people who are distressed because if you listen to them you listen to other people. Eventually, you you know, it will be situational. You will slowly see that you're getting permission to say, it seems like that's right over here, just down the street. But until you receive what's happening from someone who is stuck on the otherness, uh, I have people who are, I guess they're meditation students of mine, some of them, who are really upset about over there and get upset with me if I say face the wall. It looks like I'm ignoring everything. Maybe I am. It's possible. I might be. I might be able to learn a lot from that person. I don't know. But the way it looks is, we need to. We need to, is. Here's where the difficulty starts. And so this is where we need to return to this. Sit down, hold still. And then when you get up off the cushion, what you need to do next might be what's on television. It might be relating to that, uh, and it might be totally appropriate um, situationally. And in your situation, you might. Get up and go work with your situation, work as a counselor, working with people and working with the community. I'm all about that, as you know. Very much so. Further question? Yeah. Let me say this. Uh, um, you're doing what you need to do. I don't see anything to adjust or correct or some kind of special advice to give you other than say, receive. Receive from others and who are locked down on... Ideas about that over there and receive from the people that are uh, right next to you in your family, in your community. So, I'm not saying it's going to feel good. Uh, did I hear Jessica in the background there?
1: Jessica Bowing.
0: Oh, my Wait. short term memory is working pretty good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, Jessica Bowing. When you say fundamentally we're all alone, what exactly is alone bowing?
0: Uh, there isn't anything. So, therefore, the the al- aloneness, or talking about loneliness or aloneness, is showing up as an experience of the personhood that is still being, there's still a lot of stickiness around the personhood. So, the way that shows up is for a while as a practitioner on the spiritual path, can be lots of different ways, but one of the ways that it shows up is uh, one of the ways that it, one of the ways that it shows up is we feel lonely. But then if we just don't do anything with that, just feel, just receive, 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 receive the feelings of sit down, hold still, receive. Be lonely. I'm not saying turn it around and validate it, but just receive the loneliness until eventually the, the, you're just alone. And then there's more after that. You might want to call it more. You could call it less. There, there isn't anyone to be alone. There's just consciousness only. As has been said in our tradition for centuries, consciousness only, perception only. No subject, no object is, uh, has any kind of reality to it. Has to be realized. If that's realized, then you're free. You're liberated. And it's not, a, it's not an identity. It's no longer a, a person who's free. No, no uh, there's no picking, no choosing, no grasping at anything, no rejecting anything. There just isn't any positionality, uh, unless there is. Because look, look, flip it over one way, as I say this, when I say, unless it is, I'm just saying that you can't get rid of anything. It doesn't turn into something else. It's just this. And it's it's completely outrageous, outlandish, simple, perfect, and ordinary. All of those at once. And it, if you see it, you're you're not threatened by anything anymore. You're not th- you wouldn't be threatened by a tank. You wouldn't be threatened by uh, hearing that you had uh, a terrible disease or you're going to die in three days. I'm not saying you wouldn't try to do something about it. You're not stupid. But but. Fundamental fear uh, fear of uh, of losing something would be gone because there wasn't anything in the first place. Well, I guess that stopped everybody in their tracks. Dina, don't you have a question for me? Come on.
1: What's the difference between Dina Bowing? What's the difference between loneliness and aloneness? Sometimes I think it's not really loneliness uh, loneliness, which to me has a more negative connotation. Aloneness, because I am a loner.
0: So simply put, my response would be, and it is. Uh, loneliness is still thinking there's something wrong. Lonely, we need to, we're, we're lonely, we need someone. We need, and, and is this, a, I'm not saying this is incorrect. I'm not saying that you, this is somehow wrong. Some people, this is only, this is their life is going to be about that. It's just the causes and conditions. People with no spiritual path. So that can show up that way. But if one is uh, on the spiritual path and possibly without being on a spiritual path, I don't know how causes and conditions work. It's pretty complicated. But eventually you see that you're just alone. You're you're alone. There is no other. The other is gone. But there's still some kind of quality of being uh, present. But when you look at others, you don't see someone else. else. Uh, Simple relative terms. And it's not some fancy feeling, it's pretty ordinary. It's so ordinary that it's just ordinary, but there's no one who, uh, there's, no, there's really no one who's alone because that whole uh, situation of self and other or duality or dvaita has become advaita or non-dual. Non-dual, it's a, it's a relative thing that if you try to think about it conceptually, it gets quite, turns into quite a labyrinth of, of concepts, of ideas. And so on. So that's why it has to happen with the awareness. That's why I emphasize watch what moves in the awareness. But then if you get really stuck on what is moving, like an intense feeling of anger, then you might want to just if you're a meditator, you can do this. You can just flash on the space, you're not getting rid of the anger. Or the or the or the or the uh, loneliness. What's showing up, but flash on the space around it, the space around it. If you flash on it, that that the, the nature of reality. You can say, talk about it in a fancy way. We'll get a hold of that because you're not separate from anything. And it just it's infinite. Your awareness is called mahavipassana great panoramic awareness. And it's not something you can do. It's something you are. You just stop fighting with everything. Don't agree with anything. Don't fight with it. Don't look away from it. Go ahead, Christina. Christina Bolling, um, I'm
1: turning back to the lonely thing. So I feel like I've always felt lonely, um, and but I feel okay alone, but I don't have a support system, so how do I deal with that? Like when I, you know, like wish I had someone to call, you know, so I, I'm dealing with that part of loneliness. Like as far as like being alone at home, I, I'm fine, but sometimes I, you know, unfortunately my family is, they're dealing with their own demons and I don't deal with them. So, I guess how do I how do I deal with that loneliness?
0: The experiences that we're all having are so very, very situational. And uh, look at who you're asking. Uh, I'm. It seems to be necessary to just continue to relate to your mind, train your mind. Uh, if it's a matter of uh, of otherness, if it's a matter of living alone and not having a partner or a mate or something like that. Uh, in our tradition, that's what sangha is about. It's the community. That's why it is emphasized, the, the teacher, important, the, the the teaching, very important. The community, probably the most important of all, because the, the there would not be a community if it weren't for that teaching. And there would not be, uh, that would not come together as a community unless one of the people in that community, maybe more, was a was a teacher. But that teacher, just because they start to teach, doesn't mean they've left the sangha. And become some isolated figure on a mountaintop. So you're doing it now. You're here. Uh, you're talking to me, not that I'm so wonderful. You're talking to me, and there's other people here. And people, uh, everyone here, as far as I can see, is we're together because of a, a common interest. In it uh, could be the Buddha's Dharma, could be listening to what this old man is saying, could be some kind of some aspect of the community that that supports you. So I would say And I don't know you, so I don't know what your background is particularly, but I would say Buddha, Dharma, Sangha, the Three Jewels. If it weren't for the Three Jewels, if it weren't for my teacher, my teachers. Uh, If it weren't for them and if it weren't for the teaching that I've been looking at since the Buddha's teaching since 1960, Um, and the community. Community is so very important, not because they're always supportive. Usually there's three people that are supportive and there's 50 people. Or that really irritate you? That's called sangha. <laughs> Further question on that, Christina. Sorry, I can't be more helpful to you.
1: I don't know right now. I'm okay. Thank you.
0: Okay. Keep coming back if it, if it's uh, if you connect with us, then we're going to be here as, for a while. Further question, or perhaps we should close. There's a there's a 45 people on here, so there's about 20 people that I can't even see. So if you held your hands up uh, and you're and I didn't call on you, go ahead, Patricia. No, I was listening
1: too closely. Sorry.
0: Oh, okay. oh, were you guys listening too closely?
2: What? Huh? What? Go ahead, Kevin. Is nonviolence a form of ignorance, Bowing? Uh, You know, it's it's such a, I mean, promoting
0: nonviolence, I'm not against being nonviolent or saying, you know, promoting that in some way. But anytime we promote something against something else, even though we may have to do a little bit of that, but quite often it's overdone, becomes a fundraising spree, and it becomes, you know, it um, gets involved in the politics of experience, which, which kind of tamped down the original intention there. so I don't know if you have that, if you're coming out of that, uh, your question is coming from that direction. So nonviolence, of course, is best to try to pacify a situation as much as you can. But uh, at some point, as it says in the four karmas, pacify, enrich, magnetize, and destroy. Or maybe I've got them backwards. Maybe you're supposed to destroy first. I don't know. Can do you remember? That
2: would... Kevin Bowing, destroy first, ask questions later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, Kevin Bowing, that that's helpful. I guess I just uh, am realizing the degree to which I have identified with nonviolence almost as a a policy, and Bowing.
1: No.
0: I think all of us have, most of us have, uh, you know, more than likely try, try to work with our lives in a uh, using that as some kind of an ideal to work with. So that has to to do more, may, maybe, with the social situation, but also it shows up in uh, uh, in in uh, the the code of uh, what is it? ethics that doctors. What is that called? Do no harm. First, do no harm. Is, that's in, in that area, and then it's also. Uh, uh, is ahimsa uh, in, the, in the Buddhist tradition is no 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 violence, peace, no violence. So it's something, but but without the mind training, then the violence that has been coming that was that started 350,000 years ago that comes up through dependent origination. You cannot track this down. Don't try. But what you can see is what shows up. That is your opportunity to work with dependent origination. You actually, what, get to be the boss there. You get your own authority for 30, 30 seconds. You get to actually receive that. And if you just receive it, it won't hang around. It'll keep right on going because of dependent origination. It only stops off when it's resisted or when it's uh, supported or when it's ignored. Don't do anything with it. The final... The final uh, um, a failure you could say is is a, a failure to see that dependent origination and relative truth and ultimate truth are not two different things that's that's a failure you're welcome May the merit of this penetrate into all places so that we and every sentient being together can realize the Buddha's way. Directions of three worlds, all Buddhas, all venerable ones, Bodhisattvas, Mahasattvas, the great Prajnaparamita. O Buddhas and Bodhisattvas of the ten directions of the three times, please hear us. Please come down out of the light and protect Sokokoji Buddhist Temple Monastery. Our Sangha, families, friends, and visitors, heal everyone who is unhappy, sick, or suffering, fill them with light.
1: If you value the teachings of Sokozan and you would like to support his teaching work and the functions of Sokukoji Buddhist Temple Monastery, which also supports monk and practice residents, please consider giving a donation by visiting our website at sokukoji.org.